Hello and welcome to Sono Podcast No Sodome, the fate of that podcast, where I drag my family by the nape of their necks to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure with me. I'm Vane Tazetta, and we just watched episodes uh, three and four of Phantom Blood. We, wait, is that the name of the first season? Yeah. Yes. How would I know that information as a viewer? I... Is that like an internet thing? That's just what I was going to say. No, the all the parts have official names. Leave it to the show to not tell us that. <laughs> well, I am so excited to hear your thoughts on these two episodes because they are some of my favorites. Um, Dad, I think I went first last time, so... Oh, well, I mean, obviously a lot happened, and... Did it, though? It kind of really shows you, us what basically the rest of the season is going to be about and like. Mm-hmm. So, s- sadly, you're saying that as your favorite kind of makes me worry that it's uh, going to be all downhill from here. <laughs> uh, but I have to say, you know, my all-time favorite part, I'm going to say it right away, if I may just jump in here, is them, you know, where they did what happens a lot very often in movies Mm -hmm. where basically things take a lot longer than they should. Like the whole scene where they're falling off the roof of the building would only make sense if the building were about a hundred stories high. Yes. And then the, the long conversations that happen while falling from buildings is definitely one of my favorite anime tropes. (laughs) Yeah. I enjoyed that. And yeah, I mean, I just have to say that that's, you know, the one thing that, that stuck with me. I also had to make a lot of snide comments in other parts, which is so easy in the show, like where they try to you know, <laughs> talk about the whole science of the Haman energy or however you're supposed to pronounce it. No, you got it. So, um, yeah. So it was, you know, of, as usual, a delight. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> to hear it. Russell? I liked these episodes a lot. I was very, very into them. But I will say... Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find a good way to write this in my notes, but the the whole thing with the the Hammond energy, Hamon energy, Hamon, Hamon, Hamon energy is like I think that they just made it up to reconcile, and they got like ahead of themselves. I feel like like they just wanted to introduce a magic system to it and they were like, well, th- th- we'll do this. We'll do um magic sunlight karate that we get from um breathing good and your blood. Yeah. <laughs> several yeah, several episodes in they were like, well, actually if you breathe the right way, you can fight this vampire. Yes, we did meet a new character this episode, Baron Will Zeppeli, uh named uh a a, a bit circuitously for Led Zeppelin. I was wondering about that, but I was saying, that's really a reach. Yeah. Well, okay, so also we did technically meet Ario Speedwagon in episode three because we did not know his name Yeah. before that, which that one's just the name of the band, yeah. which is crazy. <laughs> Speedwagon is an absolute delight of a character because every anime needs a character to just sort of stand on the side of the battle and commentate on what's going on so that the viewer has any idea what's going on. Um, although he's just sort of talking to himself. Yes, he he certainly is. Um, and you know what really was something that surprised me in these episodes was that Jojo... Um, Speedwagon and Baron Zeppeli. Uh, they're all—they're just all boys now. They're just like 
They're boys, you know? They're their squad. Yeah. They, like, met each other yesterday, and, like, they're just homies now. Yeah, no. Uh, Zeppeli mugged JoJo in an alley, and then he was like, oh, I love you. I'm going to follow you home, and we're best friends now. And I love that for him. Vane, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, so how old were you when you first realized that you thought Dio was sexy? Um, I mean, I only watched the anime for the first time, I don't know, I guess maybe uh, two years ago at this point, one year ago. Why? I don't know. I just, I find him incredibly unsexy. I mean, I've had a vampire thing as long as I can remember. Um, oh yes, and and an update since we recorded our last episode. Um, I, I I have proven just how much of a fucking insane person I am, and I currently have a three foot tall wall scroll of sexy shirtless Dio on my wall, uh, along with four other complimentary uh, scrolls around it, um, because I'm horrible. It certainly is an interior design decision. It is a choice you can make uh, with your bedroom, and I'm single. Can you tell? (laughs) (laughs) So that reminds me of kind of another thing that I kind of noticed is that, you know, Jojo and his father are, like, just incurably trusting and, or even more so, they just kind of blame themselves for everything, you know, no matter what. So... You know, I kind of hope that he gets over that eventually because that's very annoying. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's that, that nice boy complex. And I don't remember if I said this in the last episode or not, but um, the author did say that he sort of regrets writing Jonathan as such a, you know, just straight up perfect good boy with no, you know, moral ambiguity or, you know, personality quirks that make him less of a uh you know sweet angel baby that that's not verbatim he he would have written him a little more uh dynamically had he uh been given the opportunity to do it again and you know i as much as i do love dio i feel like his motivation as a villain is kind of uh blah yeah he doesn't have one yeah, it's just sort of, I'm evil for the sake of being evil, and I want to take over the world. Like, it started out as, I'm gonna get the Joestar money and be rich. And you're like, okay, fine, capitalist pig, whatever. Um, but then he's just like, I'm gonna take over the world now that I'm a vampire. And I'm like, cool, bro, I guess. Are you saying that this, that this is very cartoony? Oh, my God. God forbid. Um, okay, can we talk about... Uh, Jack the Ripper coming out of the horse and then his body is filled with knives. Um, Because that was the turning point that I mentioned where uh, when I was watching with my friend, she was like, oh, okay, I do like this show now. (laughs) Stop the podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. What? You did. You watched episode all of episode four, right? Yeah, but I mean, I must have looked down to write a note. And is it like a short thing? So when they're in the tunnel in their carriage and they the like the coachman stops and they like go out to check on him and they're like, oh, he's dead. And like the horses have their heads cut off and 
Jack the Ripper comes out of... Was that Jack the Ripper? The zombie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. He okay, comes no, out I... of one of the beheaded horses, and his body's full of knives. Yeah, I kind of figured it out, but it's it's, it's a little ambig- yeah, ambiguous I, unless you're I know watching what, I know carefully. what you're talking about. I missed that it was Jack the Ripper. Yeah. I mean, there was the scene of Dio, you know, using his vampire mind powers on him that he nobody mentioned before, and then he attacked Jojo and then Jojo killed him with um the power of the sun in his body from his breathing. I mean, you know, if you're going to pop out of a horse, you may as well have knives coming in. Yeah, I mean, you go full sail. Um I also love Jonathan's little outfit uh during this part of the show with his stupid little Sherlock hat and his little bow tie and his sweater vest. Um I, I, I like think it's that precious. Speedwagon asks if the wine <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. Hold on. <laughs> if Speedwagon asks if the wine is going to make Vikings. <laughs> yes, and everyone has sort of adopted that same uh sentence where he's he's like, um, the wine the wine is my north wind. I the wine will make me a Viking. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like I'm I'm sitting there like screaming at the TV like what what and I it, you know it didn't really revolve itself because the wine was the sun energy the whole time and that's not what I thought it was I mean it it was it it it, it was what it was it was it's nothing and it's everything at the same time yeah now I'm really starting to like the, I thought it was going to be a gradual build into the show because you've described it to me in the past as like, you know, it's like micro dosing until all of a sudden you're, you're like, I don't know. You're like, I don't know, saying crazy things. And already, already you said the sentence that Jack the Ripper came out of the horse covered in knives and got killed by the sun in his body. Yeah. Um, I, and I think that should really just speak to what you have in store for the future that I could say that sentence and still hold the idea that it gets just exponentially weirder. Yeah. <laughs> so is this a good time to uh, go to Russell's notes? I think it is. Take us in. Okay. These are my notes. So again, by the second episode, I'm so engulfed in the plot that I took less notes, and I think that's just what's going to happen. But... Why did Jojo bring the drug dealer? <laughs> REO Speedwagon. Who TF is Speedwagon? He's not the drug dealer. <laughs> Can I just get, sorry, I just to skip in here because, you know, in case I lose it. Um, yes, that's what I noticed where um, when, you know, at the beginning of episode three where Jojo confronts Dio and then all of a sudden there's like all these people behind the curtain. Like everybody suddenly shows up. It's like, how did they know to suddenly show up? There's it's like, like four curtains and you just pull away more curtains and there's been people hiding behind it silently the whole time and just for the dramatic reveal. Yeah, and so I was also under the impression that Speedwagon was the drug dealer uh, and then they brought the drug dealer out and it wasn't Speedwagon, so that was confusing. No, Speedwagon was the guy who mugged Jojo with the razor hat that he never right, but uses I assumed, again. I assumed that that was because he was offended of being accused of being a drug dealer even though he was the drug dealer. No, he just <laughs> wanted to beat up Jojo. Okay, so next is um, 
it seems like Dio's eyes were changing colors based on how he was acting. Well, the whole color palette, if you've noticed, uh, you know, shifts to um, for the the dramatic mood effects, and I think that is, I just I love it so much. I think it's one of the like best things I've seen in anime. Yeah, I did like the purple fire. <laughs> um, and I okay. got yes, I got confused when um, when it was there was like um, uh, Dio, uh, sorry, um, Speedwagon and JoJo were like I guess behind the curtain or something. Uh, and I didn't recognize Speedwagon at first because I didn't remember his hair being orange, and I think they just kind of made it that to fit the color palette of the fire. Yeah, I mean, the, they will completely change the colors of everything um, in different scenes, um, which is kind of inspired by uh, what the the artist would do whenever he had a colored feature. Because um, the manga's in black and white, obviously, um, and every time he'd have, like, a color page, people would just be in different color schemes for however he wanted to do the mood. Uh, so adapting it to the anime meant they had to make some official decisions on the colors of things, like Jonathan having blue hair. That's very cool. Okay, so but, I would like to speed um, run some of these notes now. Mm-hmm. The butler used to be a cop and didn't arrest Dario Brando, question mark, question mark. George let Dario out of jail, question mark. What about the wagon accident, question mark? Why doesn't he recognize him, question mark? Dio rips top half of cop's head off from behind. Jojo steals a cop's gun. Oh shit, Dio is powerful. Why does he think that the mask unlocks the body's hidden potential? Is he implying that the most efficient humans are just vampires? The harder you hit him, the tougher he gets? End credit music is dank. Did this guy just give him powers with his pinky? Why is he carrying around a salt shaker and putting it on a sandwich? I struck your diaphragm and altered your breathing. Edina is not a real name. Hamon energy is literally not from the sun. Jojo hasn't used <laughs> Hamon energy even once. And Led Zeppelin says it's your final test. They, they say wriggle a lot. What is with the Vikings? My north wind is my wine. What? <laughs> I think those were some great notes. So there's some things I would like to address. Okay. I, 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 I will answer what I can. Edina is not a real name. I'm, pronoun- I'm bad at pronouncing Japanese names. But I mean, that's not British. a name. It's not a name, even in English. I mean, our, our, d- d- Robert E.O. Speedwagon. But Robert is a name. I mean, I guess... You know, like if you say her name with an like an English accent, it's Erina. It's Arena. Yeah, that, yeah, there's no one. There, I mean, okay, never. I'm not gonna say there's no one. I'm sorry if that is your <laughs> name. I've just never heard it before. Just wait until you hear some other characters' names as we go on. <laughs> okay, so I also want to address that Baron Zeppeli, when they are on the wagon, says that it's JoJo's final test that they're on the way to JoJo's final test. Um, And then they get there, and he actually says that it's his last lesson, not his last test. And then also, we don't see JoJo using the energy even once before his final test or lesson. There's like a little training montage, and I guess he doesn't really use it during the montage that we see, but it's, it's implied that he's learning it during it, probably. 
yes, somehow it, it has something to do with sitting underwater because you see him like it looks like yeah, he's, he's meditating like underwater, drowning himself, and maybe he's learning how to maintain the rhythm of his breathing underwater. Yeah, well, in any underwater. circumstance, that's that's great. Oh, it's terrific. But it just, I don't know, it bothered me because, you know, if they're doing a training montage of him learning how to use a power, you'd think that we would see him use the power. Because to my knowledge, it was, he was like just now starting to get into it. And now he's like fighting an enemy using it like very efficiently. And we, that's the first we see of him using it. Except for when he accidentally makes the flowers grow on the tree. I think it's supposed, yeah, okay. It's it's supposed to be a week between when Jojo meets Zeppeli and then they go to uh, fight in this town. That doesn't make it better. No, I, I was just curious about um, about what the implied length of time that was, so I looked it up. Did you understand the zombies? No. Okay. So, mask makes vampire. Yes. Vampire makes vampire zombie. Oh, that's the extent of the understanding it? Yeah, I think that's easy. I mean, yeah, just, you oh, know. Okay, no, then I did get that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> cool. I thought, I thought that something was... deeper. Yeah. Like, they're not the same kind of vampire as Dio. Right, yeah, I got that because he looks all fucked up. He didn't, he didn't take, he didn't get the sexy juice um, from the dead bodies. No, Mask makes sexy juice. Yes. And can I also say that they redeemed themselves for the killing of the dog with the not killing of the frog? Yes, the, and, like, they kill so many animals in this show that, like, you see him go to punch the frog and you're like, oh, God, I don't want to watch the frog die. And you're, you're, you're pleasantly surprised. Um, and then they go kill some horses. So they, right, so they, now they, they have to redeem themselves yeah. for the horse killing. Yeah. The, so they probably could have done without the frog there, right? I mean, yeah, but I guess it's to show, you know, the the control and it can, it doesn't have to, be harmful i guess i don't know <laughs> i don't know anything i know i i get stressed out about these things and i ask you questions as if you wrote it yeah i mean it it is one of those things where you're you're going to have to become comfortable with uh the answer of don't think about it too much yeah i'm not good at that but i i guess i have to practice <laughs> i guess this will be my practice yes it's a good skill to have in life i think we didn't talk about the the opening theme last time, and I don't know if you watched it even for just uh, the first episode or whatever. Yeah, I watched it both times. Good. Um, and there's just every single opening for this show is an extreme banger, and they have not dropped the ball once. Um, and it's very good. And the animation in it is good, and I just wanted to give it a shout-out because it's very good. <laughs> I, d- I do like it a lot. The animation is very cool. The closing credits song yes. is incredible. So, you know what song that is, don't you? No. It's Roundabout by Yes. Yeah. So all of the, the ending theme songs were um, picked as something that the artist was listening to while he was, you know, drawing that part. Yeah, I mean, it's a great, it's a great song. I think I mentioned last time, or... I don't know if I've said it on the podcast that one time we were eating at Moe's and it came on the 
like speakers and I started laughing and I couldn't explain why it was why this song by this band was funny. Were we together? I don't know. I don't know if you were there or not. I I know I was definitely there with mom and dad. I I understand. Yeah, it does definitely stand out from, you know, the usual um like uh uh you know uh, uh Japanese pop that these things usually seem to have in them. So yeah, and all all of the the music was made, you know, specifically for the show. They're not licensed songs by other artists except for the end theme yeah in this show yes right well yeah i I meant the openings yeah which kind of raises the whole issue which is how much did they have to spend to license that song yeah who knows and how did they get the the licensing for those songs and yet somehow needed Not the to name. localize a lot of names which we haven't gotten to yet um but we will i'm very excited about that because i don't know I can't really picture in my head what you mean. Well, also, you you can hear it when they're, like, saying it if you listen closely. I mean, I'm trying to think of a good example. There's not much I can think of from early parts, but from some later parts, I don't know. The um, There's an ability called Man in the Mirror, uh, like the Michael Jackson song, and they called him Mirror Man. Um, <laughs> there's a character named Steely Dan, who they changed to Dan of Steel. Okay, um, I got I mean, you. and so, sometimes it's a little more abstract than that, but those are my favorite ones where it's just like a <laughs> little bit off. I'm very excited. Yes, there's there's so much so much wonderful things in store. Um, I, I was reading something recently about how the voice actor who plays Dio... Um, how recording episode three with the, you know, the battle between Jojo and Dio was like one of his favorite things that he's done in his voice acting career and how just like into it he got and how just fulfilling it was and how important it feels to him in the story. And I, I mean, I, you know, I think you can really appreciate uh, voice actors' performances, even when you, you know, don't speak the language that you're watching it in. Um, and I, I gotta, gotta give the credit. And can we just get back a little bit on that note to that falling scene, which I just, you know, have to return to, which is that not only the falling, but basically the stopping yourself by sticking a, uh, a blade in the wall and then, uh, jumping up from the blade and then taking off your belt while you're falling, putting it around a guy's leg and having it pull hard enough to actually yank him out of the wall. Um, is yeah, just sort of magically wraps around his ankle with, you know, telekinetic lasso-ness and then uh, fucking doesn't snap when it's pulling down a super strong vampire. Um, I want to know where he got that belt because I want one. The unbelievable amount of time that it took for him to take the belt off and throw it, and it, he was, and that, and the fact that he was still within reach of the belt is mind bending. Yeah, there. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, there's a lot of that, but I mean, that's just an anime trope in general. Is just the the passage of time isn't real. You have full conversations in the middle of battle, and it's great. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. 
Such a good show. Endearing. I'm glad you think so. I'm I'm really enjoying it now. I'm glad. I, you know, I think, you know, sharing the things you love with people and them responding in a in a positive way is just such a such an emotionally fulfilling thing in general. That's why I watch so many uh people's uh JoJo reaction videos on YouTube because it emulates the experience of sharing something you love with somebody. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a show that I think you need to watch with somebody else. I always say that. I always say that if you try to watch it on your own, you're not you're not going to stick with it. Um, partially because it's just so riffable, but also, I don't know, there's just something about it that... that just because there's some... There's, you have to be able to say to somebody, what the hell is that? Yeah, you have to be able to say to somebody, hey, did Jack the Ripper just come out of a horse and his body's full of knives? And I, th- I think the experience of just seeing that alone and not having anybody to turn to in that moment is probably uh, isolating and depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did watch most of this anime by myself, though, um, and it was bad. Uh, part three is, like, what, 40, 46, 49 episodes long, um, and I did watch it. No, it's 39 episodes, but I did watch all of it in, like, a week and a half, maybe two weeks, um, because I was depressed. <laughs> Our mother sure would hate this show. She would hate this show so much. Our mother, my mother is the kind of person who needs her media to be realistic to begin with. She doesn't like anything fantasy or sci-fi, really. Um, she likes her murder mystery novels. Um, I, I would not say that. I would say she's okay with fantasy and even sci-fi, but it has it still has to be realistic. It has to be like real people in like real situations that regular people would be in, yeah, you know, normally, just in a different kind of environment or story yeah. structure, which is exactly why she would hate this, this is, because it's not even real things happening. Yeah, and she needs to like <laughs> she needs to understand what's going on in like full detail, and like that you just. Even me, as a you know longtime big fan, I can't give um, I can't give enough explanation for someone to to truly understand what's going on. Um, but you know, that's fine. Like I said, not for everyone, and not everyone even jives with anime. So, right. but clearly, anybody listening to this, I guess it is for. Yeah, um, and the JoJo fandom goes really hard for, you know, that kind of thing of watching people's first reactions. Um, I mean, I think for the same reason is just because seeing people people's reaction to this weirdness that they're not quite expecting is it's it's always it's always cute. It's always fun. I can't wait to finish this show so that I can enjoy <laughs> those things. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have a couple of videos that I uh I plan on showing you guys uh, once we're uh, appropriately caught up to it. Um, But yeah, you know, I don't know if we have much else to say here in this one. Well, that's perfectly good because we're hitting the 30-minute limit. Yeah, I know. That's why I said that. We're so good at this. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Go follow us at Fate of Podcast on Twitter. 
where maybe someday I'll start tweeting, probably when we actually put out episodes. Thank you to you for going on this bizarre homoerotic journey with us. I'll really go in on my feelings about the homoeroticism later on in this show. But that's all for now. I still need a funny sign off. Um, I'm Vin Tazetta, and I have a three-foot poster of Half-Naked Dio on my wall. That's my <laughs> sign off for this week. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>